When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We work hard as physicians to take care of the health and well-being of our patients. But when it comes to our money, do we have the same condition of care? Probably, probably not. Let's change that together. Welcome to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast, where we'll fight and advocate for your financial literacy. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. Thanks for being here. Let's jump into the show. This week's episode is sponsored by CityVest. CityVest has quickly become the most popular and best way for doctors to invest in top-performing real estate private equity funds that are usually reserved for institutional investors. This unique access to investing in these institutional funds is available for the first time ever through CityVest easy and secure online investment platform. CityVest does the hard work of conducting due diligence and vetting the investments. They even get a third-party due diligence report that is posted on their website. As a result of aggregating a several million dollar investment amount into their access funds, CityVest gains access to investing in the institutional investment and is able to negotiate better investment terms such as a 12% preferred return. You can check them out at cityvest.com or go to the link in the show notes below. So welcome everybody to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, we talk about four types of freedom, financial, time, location, emotional freedom. And our cohort started out with physician guests and speakers, and now it's branched out into investors, real estate, business owners, entrepreneurs. So today, our discussion is going to surround all around real estate, especially with multifamily syndications. Um, it's going to be a fantastic discussion. And to that note, we have Bronson Hill, who is ba- who is um, mission is investing for a lifestyle of freedom. So he's from the uh, California area, um, and he's going to be talking all about real estate investing. So Bronson, welcome. Awesome. Hey, Christopher, really excited to be here. I love talking with physicians. I did work in the medical field, not as a clinician, but in medical sales or medical surgical sales for about 10 years. So I'm very familiar with uh, a lot of physicians, all different specialties, and have a lot of respect for the field and also that a lot of physicians um, don't get educated a lot about investing. And so I love talking about investing and uh, what can make people successful in that area. Yeah. uh, Especially real estate is really popular among physicians and we'll get into why that is, but um, tell us more about um, uh, who you are, how you started Bronson Equity and uh, go from there. Sure. Thanks. Yeah. So I had a good job. I was working, um, doing medical device sales. My last job, we had a, a job working with cardiologists, uh, doing special surgical, surgical, uh, it's called a threctomy. So basically sanding calcium out of the arteries in the heart or the legs, 
Um, and so I was doing that. It was good. I was working, honestly, not super hard kind of toward the end, but I, I was getting paid really well. So I was making over 200,000 a year, which as a physician, I'm sure that maybe kind of low for some physicians to make a lot more money. But for me, I didn't like that. I didn't have freedom over my time. Um, I was making good money, but it wasn't intellectually challenging. And so to me, I just really, uh, wanted to learn. I wanted to grow and I had been doing some, some real estate investing. And I'd heard that, you know, uh, doing, real estate and becoming financially free is obviously that's a way to do it is buy real estate. And so I thought kind of what 95% of people do is buy some rental houses. So I bought some <laughs> rental houses and I had four or five rental houses. And I realized even though I had a property manager, and even though it was out of my area and I was, wasn't really managing it, I was still having a lot of headaches and I was having to do a lot of stuff in the business. And there wasn't really much cash flow. I may have been getting, you know, a few hundred bucks or a hundred bucks per house. It really wasn't much. And so I realized, man, there's gotta be a better way. And there's this saying that, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And that was really my story where I had a, a relative that I just hadn't really seen, kind of a, a cousin that I just hadn't seen in years. And he had been doing multifamily apartment investing for a long time. And so I, I told him I planned to get 30 houses and to retire, you know, quote unquote, retire with <laughs> passive income. And he said, you know, that sounds like a lot of work. He's like, why don't you do multifamily? And I said, well, I'd love to, but I don't have the money. And so he said, you can raise the money. And so he taught me about syndication. He said, go to this event, read this book, listen to this podcast and it were podcasts like this and just different ones more specialized around how you actually can do it yourself. But I basically, uh, you know, started a meetup in Southern California uh, and we you know, found my first investor there. And then I found a partner and basically I've spoken now with over, actually it was in the first couple of years, I spoke with about 1200 investors one-on-one -on -one over the phone. Uh, just by partnering with somebody who was more experienced in that space. But I think a lot of physicians will say similar, like, I don't want to do rental houses and I don't want to manage tenants, but I want to uh, scale and I want to grow. And I think that's the amazing magic of syndication. I know you guys talk about this a lot on the show is that you can grow your wealth without taking up more of your time. And when you can replace your expenses, I think that's really when you become financially free. So I was able to leave my job about a year ago. Um, it was, you know, it's hard to walk away from, but I've literally had no regrets. I've been so happy I left. I think I've had five international trips this year, some for service trips, uh, involved in a cause with, you know, fighting human trafficking. And then I just love going on vacation, not being tied to a, lo a location, which I think uh, is awesome. So I think for a lot of physicians that could be really attractive to, um, how do I get out of being tied to a location or tied to a time for money trade? Yeah. Yeah. That's a very inspiring story. And I know, you know, a lot of if physicians themselves, they'd be envious to be in your position. You know, they, they make good income, but they, they're tied to, you know, they have to go to the hospital every day and if they stop working, they, you know, they don't have money. So um, what's, uh, what's interesting is in this episode, we're going to talk about the unfair advantages of multifamily investing, how to use inflation, why it's actually good, you know, inflationary times and actually reducing taxes, you know, legally. So um, one about you know, on that light, we'll talk about, you know, first thing is why is multifamily investing an unfair advantage? Yeah. So I think that, um, and we talked about this a little before, you actually use this term that, you know, syndication or multifamily is kind of the bread and butter of investing. And I, I completely believe that, that it is like, before you, you know, understand other sorts of exotic, you know, there's, we do an ATM machine fund, which is really high cash flow, And there's other types of self-storage and mobile home parks and all, and then private placements of all different kinds, just understanding how multifamily investment works. Now, a lot of people can understand with real estate, you own an asset, it produces money and it's very understandable, right? It's a very understandable model. It's like, okay, with the rents, this is what we do. But the amazing thing about multifamily is it generally keeps pace with inflation. If I could share a chart here, there's a chart that I could show that as rents have risen over the last 50 years, 
uh, inflation is almost exactly in line with it. It's a, it lags a little bit, so it doesn't rise as quickly as um, you know. I'm sorry, rent inflation goes a little ahead of of rents, but it generally follows a a trend line. So if that's the case. Um, everybody today is wondering, how do I hedge against inflation, right? Inflation is 9.1% officially. I would say it's more like 15 to 17%. There's a website out there called shadowstats.com. A lot of people don't realize this, that the official number, the CPI or the consumer price index, um, in my opinion, is actually somewhat of a fudged or controlled number. And what, the reason I say that is because they changed the metrics a couple times. They changed it in 1980 when inflation got too unbearable. They started to change it. They oh, let's do this, whatever. So then they changed it again in 1990. And now they just they can substitute items in. They'll say, oh, the prices for oranges, you know, doubled. But you know, so you would switch to apples, right? They just do that for you and say there's been no change in the CPI. Or you know, your rent is a thousand dollars for a two bedroom apartment, but now it went up to twelve hundred. But you know, you would downgrade and go to a one bedroom just so the cost is the same. So the stuff, it's, we're not even matching apples to apples, and you know, things like energy and and housing costs really aren't figured. So when you actually look at what inflation really is, um, and this is what we're finding a lot of people now, they're just sitting on the sidelines thinking, I'm going to wait until things crash or things go down. And if inflation is 15 to 17 percent, you could be losing 30 to 40 percent of your wealth just by sitting in cash. I know a lot of people are doing that. So when you buy an asset like multifamily that you get to use debt to buy it. So we're getting debt, right? Even still four and a half to five and a half percent. Inflation is nine to 17%, whatever you believe it is. So it's below what inflation is. We get to pay it off in future dollars that are worth less. And we know the asset price will appreciate because rents are going to go up. So it, it's like a totally unfair <laughs> advantage, right? And it, it's frustrating. You know, if somebody doesn't own assets or they don't own property, uh, they're going to get destroyed by inflation. That's why the poor middle class, they, they just don't understand how to handle it. But you actually can use inflation as an advantage and to your advantage and make it your friend. And, and really, again, you get paid, you get, you get leverage at lower rates than what inflation actually is. And then you get to hold it and cash flow from it. It's like, it's like all of the best things you can have in an asset is what you get in multifamily. Doctor Doc is a personal lending solution designed by doctors for doctors. We understand that doctors' financial situations change faster than an insulin drip and ketoacidosis. And we also understand that doctors are the most reliable borrowers in the world. Through our proprietary algorithm, we're able to provide personal loans at great rates with amazing flexibility because we take into account your schooling, your specialty, and where you are in the medical journey. Doctors come to us after they've matched into residency and we loan for all sorts of personal reasons, from credit card debt consolidation to family expenses and medical bills. We speak with everyone who applies for a loan and offer fixed interest rates and flexible term options without prepayment penalties. If you're a physician looking for a personal loan, fill out our application form now. It only takes three minutes and we'll get back to you with a decision within 24 hours. What's really interesting is, um, especially for um, uh, real estate, it, it, explain to people on the podcast, you know, why why is real estate so attractive to high income earners, uh, doctors, dentists, lawyers, engineers, over the traditional equity market? It's it's like, it, you know, you talk to physicians, you know, almost 90, 95%, they own some sort of real estate to in their portfolio. 
Yeah. So real estate is amazing because it, it it's it also is unfair in that the returns are typically higher. If you compare it to the stock market, the stock market typically has around a seven or eight or nine percent, depending on how you calculate it, return per year. Well, that's before fees, that's before other sorts of taxes, other things that go in. Even if it's a retirement account, you're going to have volatility. And so um, people don't like counting the down years, right? So you have a lot of volatility. And so it ends up being, you know, even though we've done really well in the stock market, if you've invested the last few years, you've done very well. But um, you have to count the down years too, which is the downside. But in general, when we have a multifamily deal, particularly, we we only really do value add deals. Um, and I invest passively in other deals as well, outside of ones that I syndicate or operate. We have about 200 million in multifamily assets. Uh, but you know, one amazing thing, for example, um, in Jacksonville, Florida, we have most of our units there. So we just uh, we're closing. We're getting ready to close on a 227 unit property there. And the current rents in the in the property are nine hundred twenty two dollars a month. And uh, basically, by buying these this property and doing about a sixty five hundred dollar renovation, the going rate for apartments in Jacksonville that are renovated that are of the type that we have are is fourteen hundred sixty dollars. Now, this isn't speculation because we've got over twelve hundred units already in Jacksonville. We're seeing that in those current properties that are right around the corner, so we know that it's legit. So when we have a fifty to sixty percent upside uh, in rents. Uh, you know, multifamily is all, it's not valued on comp properties, which is the way single families valued, right? If, if my house sells, it's, it just depends what the house across the street or across the block or across town sells for. With multifamily, it's all income. How much income is this property producing? There's also a cap rate and other sort of valuation metrics, but it puts a great margin of safety. That's a term that Warren Buffett uses. If you haven't studied Warren Buffett as an investor, he's just he's got so many phrases, so many things that he's done to generate wealth for a long time. Having a margin of safety, if things don't go well, it will it will uh, mean that it will still turn out okay, which meaning the difference, I'm, I'm kind of going on a little tangent here, but if I were to buy a brand new apartment or a class A, nice new sparkling apartment, um, I wouldn't get that margin of safety, right? I would only get the rents. And if rents go down, then I, would, I could be in trouble, right? Because I'm expecting rents to continue to go up and up and up. But with doing this value add approach, it takes projected returns from, you know, the seven to 10%, maybe to like, you know, 14, 15, 16% conservatively, right? So it gives me a little more safety in that type of a deal as well. But um, so that's the big thing. Another one we could talk about is tax benefits, but I don't know if you had any, I don't mean, I feel like I'm talking a lot. So um, just let me know what direction you want to go, Christopher. <laughs> no, that's, uh, it's been great, um, you know, feel free, but um What's what's interesting, you know, the talking about just um, from an investment standpoint, you know, you can hedge your risk, you can hedge your downside. You know, real estate is a hard asset; it's cash flowing, huge tax advantages. Um, yeah, talk about because um, I know you mentioned, you know, real estate being a huge hedge against taxes. So, you know, tell us how that happens. So there's that saying, you know, you you can't you can avoid everything but death and taxes, right? Those are the two givens, right? But I would say you can potentially get to where you can pay zero taxes or almost no taxes, or you can significantly reduce um, legally. So not like by avoiding <laughs> or going to jail, we nobody wants that. But um, but there's a way the last several years I was able to, while working my full-time job, be able to reduce my taxable basis to about 1%. Um, and I was in a hired tax, you know, making over 200K per year, paying a lot in taxes. So physicians, uh, a lot of professionals such as CPAs or attorneys pay a lot in taxes. And it's, I think it's kind of unfair. So what does the government do? They, and people call these loopholes, I call them incentives, right? They're incentives, they're ways that you partner with the government to provide housing or energy or other things like that. So in general, 
I kind of look at it like this. You have two buckets, right? You got this bucket over here, which is your passive investment bucket, right? So when I invest in a multifamily deal as a physician, if you're a physician, then whatever's over here, you've already been taxed on whatever. And as you grow your income, you can defer or you can potentially write off your in, you know, any sort of gains that you get due to the depreciation. So you can write that off over time. There's a lot of it now. You can bring it forward. So you just keep kicking the can further and further down the road. The goal is to pay no taxes in that bucket. Well, what do you do about the bucket over here that is the active income that I'm paying 40, 50 or more percent in taxes, Bronson? You know, like, like what do you do with that? Well, there is a way. And I'm going to talk just briefly about how you can get that to zero. So there's two major ways. One is there's a term called the real estate professional, which is an IRS designation of basically says that as a real estate professional, you have to do 51% of your time. So it's got to be the majority of your time. It's got to be documented. And so, and it's got to be at least 750 hours a year. So some people do this where they, you know, as a physician, maybe somebody could work 25 hours a week and do 26 hours a week in real estate. It could be things like looking at investments. It could be syndicating, could be doing what I do. It could be looking at all their passive investments and going to conferences and educating or reading. Those kind of things are all active. They got to have a business or an LLC that does that. When you do that, it allows you to bring all this depreciation or extra depreciation that you have. You can bring that against ordinary income. So that's kind of a real kind of overview of how that works. Um, a lot of physicians will say, well, I don't want to do that. I make too much money in my job. I, I just, I can't with my situation. A second way you can do it is if your spouse is a real estate professional. So maybe your spouse stays at home or maybe your spouse is a part-time something. If they could just become a real estate agent or they become someone who uh, you know, does, you know, manages the investments on the side or has enough hours with education and some sort of business activities around real estate, then they can qualify. Then it allows you, if you have all these passive losses, which are actually not that hard to generate. If you just keep, if you keep investing more money into deals, you get more and more and more depreciation and it allows you to basically effectively reduce your taxes to zero. So that's, those are the main ways. There is also some unique uh, investment opportunities. We don't offer them, you know, currently or personally, but uh, in the energy space where they actually give tax credits against ordinary income. So in oil drilling, and there's something called carbon capture, there's a couple different types of investments that actually allow you to reduce W-2 income, not as a real estate professional. Now, let me just give this disclaimer before you respond. Like, I am not a tax professional, so I'm not a CPA. I'm not giving you specific advice. I'm just sharing my experience. I got to give a disclaimer. So, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, for all the listeners, this is educational, informational, not advice, not not financial advice, but you know, this is really, I think, you know, good overview for people just interested in, you know, getting in. Um, what was interesting is earlier on in the talk, you were talking about, um, you know, books, conferences, podcasts, uh, some of the resources that helped you get started when you were, you know, still in your job uh, that helped you get started. What are some of those resources? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of good books out there, a lot of good conferences. Um, there's a group called the Real Estate Guys. Um, they have a, a course on syndication. They actually have one coming up. They do twice a year. This one's mid-September. I'm not sure when this show will come out, but there's also one in March. They do twice a year. It's a two-day event. Um, I've actually recently joined a group called Kingdom REI, which is a faith-based group. Uh, a lot of highly ambitious people trying to do big deals. So I'm the money raising coach there. So that's like a paid for mastermind where we walk you through every step on how to, uh, you know, if you're interested in starting to raise money or you still want to do your own deals, that's, and a lot of physicians have actually, some physicians have started doing this because they have a pretty good network. And just as you know, as a physician, um, you know, you don't want to be, so you get pitched stuff all the time, but if it comes from a peer, it kind of comes from a different, different <laughs> place. So, uh, but you know, there's some great books out there. Joe Fairless has a book 
Uh, it's called the best ever syndication book. Uh, Michael Blanc, a uh, former partner of mine, uh, he has a book called uh, Financial Freedom Through Real Estate Investing. Um, there's there's some great resources out there. Um, real estate guys also have a podcast. And like I mentioned, Kingdom REI is the mastermind I'm a part of. Yeah. And for all the uh, listeners out there, um, all of um, Ronson's resources will be included in the links and the show notes. Um, you know, kind of summarizing it, um, you know, you've done, you started your own firm syndications um and you've actually spoken with over 1200 high net worth investors what are some of the um underlying themes or patterns that you've learned from you know people that have been successful in this area yeah so it's interesting and i think it's really interesting in the world particularly with physicians because obviously i've had a lot of time to think about working with physicians but um you know if, if somebody hasn't read the book rich dad poor dad that's like the one-on-one book to read because it just gets you out of the idea that you know i have to go get a job that's a secure job that pays well with a pension and benefits but as physicians that's what you're taught you're taught safety and security and it really uh, I've, I've watched a lot of you know physicians that a lot of times physicians are great at being a clinician. They're highly technical. They're world experts at this one sphere and this is it. And they're so good at it. But then I look at their like investing life and it's just, it's just not that great. And, but the challenge is sometimes the very thing that makes you great in one area can make you really, uh, you know, it's a disadvantage in another area because in a way, like if you're going to, you know, recommend as a physician, a certain treatment or a drug or medication or something, you want to know well, where's the double blind study? Where's this information? What's where, where's the data? And when you look at something like syndication, it's just, there's too many variables. There's too like, well, I know I should do real estate, but I don't know how to do it. I don't know if it's done it or what, what would that look like? And I think the challenge is what I tell people, and I, this actually comes to mind. I had a call out of all these calls, 1200 calls, this one call sticks to mind. This was a guy who was an orthopedic. I know you mentioned you have an orthopedic <laughs> background. Orthopedic doctor had his own, somewhere in the Midwest, had his own uh, clinic and whatever. He was, you know, 60s and he had $5 million in assets. So I asked, what's your net worth? And of course, it's confidential. I'm not sharing, you know, who the guy is, but um, he had this, you know, well, this net worth. He'd only done stocks and bonds, which is com common with a lot of physicians, but he had never invested in real estate. So a lot of times, a first step, for a lot of physicians is to go look at, you know, uh, to join an investment club. We have an investment club. We have investors. We, sh we share deals. There are a lot of great groups out there. Join a few investment clubs, have a call with someone like me or someone else and ask questions and just try to learn. And then, you know, within a few months or maybe even 30 days, try to find a deal that you can invest in. And, you know, out of a $5 million net worth or $2 million net worth, you know, 75 K or 50 K or hundred K is not a substantial amount. It's a lot of money, but compared to the total net worth, it's not a lot. But what it will give you, hopefully when you're done, you'll learn a lot, whether it goes well or it doesn't go, it'll probably go just fine. But it, you know what, you, what you'll walk out of with, but you will learn a lot. And just like for me, I pay attention when I'm invested. And so if you invest a small amount with one or two different groups, you're going to feel like, you know, hopefully, and this is what I love seeing in people, Christopher, is this something shifts where it's like, oh my gosh, I learned a new skill. I know now I can invest in this type of asset and it's actually possible. I can double my money every five years or I can, you know, generally, you know, it's obvious some deals are much faster. Some deals take longer. Some, you know, the worst that we've had is probably eight to 10% per year. We've had some that were hundred percent IRR in a year. So there's a variance here, but if I can get comfortable with being involved in something like this, then I actually can find ways to replace my income outside of the volatility of the stock market 
and truly have cash flow, right? If I can replace my living expenses, whatever they are, whatever that number is, that's your rat race number. You can replace that, <laughs> then you're financially free. And I did that. My, now my living expenses aren't a ton. It was like 60K a year, but I found a way to replace my living expenses through residual passive income. And that's how I was able to leave my job. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about cash flow. And, on, and it's actually passive cash flows, cash flow that you don't have to work for. It's, you know, it's residual. Yeah. And that's how you free up your time. But, uh, you know, most people are just thinking, oh, I, I need a job to make money. And that's why they perpetual rat race. So um, yeah. that's so key. Um, yeah. this I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, and a lot of physicians may, you know, are interested in your work or your website or visiting you and learning more about you how can they do that yeah so we do have our um our investor club where we do invite investors to join us on deals we have to make sure obviously it's a fit but the good first step is we have this guide which is uh, uh it's basically a 50 page ebook i wrote it's how to use inflation to your advantage so some of the things we talked about you know basically using debt that is wise debt not bad debt but um, and also, you know, buying cash flowing assets that pay you to hold them and also looking at some alternative assets such as precious metals or crypto and how that fits in as well. So I'd love to share that with you. That's at my website, bronsonequity.com. And uh, then, you know, if you want to join our investment club, we can start a relationship. But this has been a lot of fun. I, I love talking about this stuff. I'd love to uh, be a resource to any of your listeners that I can. Yeah. And for all the listeners, again, uh, all of Bronson's links will be in the show notes. So thanks so much. It's been a wonderful conversation and we look forward to hearing about your future success. Thanks, Christopher. I'm excited that you made it for another episode. You are truly the best. If you've been following the show for a while, you know that my passion is to bring you the education you need to find your path to financial freedom. Please come back week after week for new content, new resources, and great guests. Until then, if you haven't already, please be sure to check out the website, www.drchrisnewmdphd.com for more support. I'll see you next week.